In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The, uh, the two great solemnities of the Christian year, Christmas and Easter, are both celebrated with a week or octave of feast days. Within the octave of Easter, each day is simply called Easter Monday, Easter Tuesday, etc. And on each of those days, the Mass of the Resurrection is celebrated. The octave of Christmas, on the other hand, is marked by several different feasts. St. Stephen on the 26th of December, St. John the Evangelist on the 27th, the Holy Innocents on the 28th, St. Thomas Becket on the 29th, and Pope St. Sylvester on the 31st. The octave day a week after Christmas is dedicated to Mary, the Mother of God. And also the Sunday within the octave, or on December 30th, if Christmas falls on a Sunday, there is a feast dedicated to the Holy Family. It is deeply appropriate that we honor the Holy Family during the Christmas octave for the roles that Mary and Joseph played in salvation history. Without their consent and active cooperation, the Son of God could not have been born into our world in the way God intended. To procreate the species is common to all life, but the vocation to marry and to raise a family is uniquely human. It is an essential element of what it means to be made in the image and likeness of God. For God is not some sort of dry and abstract love, but a creative dynamic relationship, which we call the Holy Trinity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and which transcends itself and issues forth in new creations, first of angels and intellectual creatures, then of the natural world and plants and animals, and finally of human beings who are composites of matter and intellect. To be a member of a human family, first as a child and then as a parent, is to participate in a set of relationships of love, and thus it is an essential part of what it means to be human. It is for this reason that Abraham, in the first reading, feels unfulfilled and desolate despite his material prosperity. He longs for a son to whom he can pass on his name and his possessions. And the history of our redemption by which God intended to restore humanity to a just relationship with himself and with one another and with all creation began with the miraculous birth of a son to Abraham and his wife, Sarah. It was by another even more miraculous birth that God the Son came into our world as a human being and by that birth, God not only sanctified the human family, but he also showed us that the family is not simply a matter of blood ties or legal relationships. To be in a family means to participate in the relationship of love, which made heaven and earth and all things visible and invisible. And therefore, St. Paul tells us, we must put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you do. And over all these put on love, that is, the bond of perfection, and let the peace of Christ control your hearts. For our human families are ultimately schools of love in which we learn what it means to trust and to sacrifice, to forgive and to be forgiven, to love and to be loved, as Jesus, Mary, and Joseph 
loved and were loved. And as the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit love and are loved forever and ever in the kingdom of heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.